0: learning how not to make the same mistake twice. We all make mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. Make sure we learn from those mistakes and so we don't make them again.
1: The oil and gas industry, the driving engine of the world economy. morning in the lovely Nashville, Tennessee with my guest, Brett Barthel, Barthel. VP of Business Development at Bulwark. How are you?
0: Wonderful. How are you, Paige? I'm
1: pretty good. So before we go deeper into your current role, can you tell our audience of how you began in this industry?
0: Yes. So I started my career in the medical device industry in North Carolina and made some life decisions to change my career path in the late 90s and entered the uniform business in 2000 Mm -hmm. in Chicago with a company called Cintas. Mm -hmm. Spent a few years with Cintas before moving to VF in 2005.
1: Oh, I hear the accent now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we moved uh, moved the family to Nashville in 2005 and have been now with Bulwark, who is a division of VF Corporation for the last 12 years.
1: Can you explain who VF Corporation is?
0: VF Corporation is the world's largest apparel manufacturer. Mm -hmm. VF brings about 30 brands to the market around the world globally. Big brands that most people would know would be like the North Face and Timberland. And Wrangler,
1: I've heard of, about all of them. Actually, very impressive.
0: Great brands. Most people don't know who VF is. Right. Most people know the brands that VF owns and takes to market. So through all of those brands, uh, our Nashville-based group is our workwear division. Mm-hmm. We house a variety of brands here, such as Red Cap, Horror Small, and obviously Bulwark for the uh, PPE in the FR marketplace.
1: Yeah, which is, you're the sponsor of the show. Matter of factly. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Now that we know where you began, let's discuss specifically your journey, Bulwark, and how they've grown and progressed through the years.
0: So VF is an acquisitive company. VF uh, tends to acquire brands throughout its journey. VF purchased Bulwark. Bulwark was uh, founded in uh, Canada back in the early 70s. Oh, okay. And built a wonderful business up there well, well before a lot of the new regulations and a lot of the demands that you see today in the FR marketplace. Right. And... VF purchased Bulwark in 1996. We still have a strong presence in Canada, but actually brought it into the VF fold, moved a lot of the corporate operations here to Nashville, and then continue to do what VF does, which is build brands and expand the Bulwark brand to be the leading provider of FR in North America.
1: So, how do you build brands?
0: For VF, what VF does is we're a matrix organization, so the brands live autonomously to be built from the front end of the business. Mm -hmm. The power behind VF is really the supply chain as well as the brand autonomy that VF allows us all to have. So when Bulwark was purchased and moved to Nashville, the focus energy and investment was twofold. It was about integrating the supply chain so that we can serve the uniform market by having a wonderful supply chain to make sure that we have inventory so that we can service the consumer, to have inventory to service them when they go to work. Obviously, in the PPE world, if a guy doesn't have his FR clothing, he can't go to work that day. So having at once inventory so that we can service them is paramount to having a successful model in the workwear space. So that's really the supply chain piece and the logistics and distribution. From a brand standpoint, when you come into VF, the front end is very brand focused. Mm-hmm. So through all of the synergies that VF has, we are able to continue to invest in building the brand from a, really in a North America to build what we have today. So from 96 to 2017, going on 2018, 20 plus years it's been in the VF business and uh, continue to grow every year, obviously a little sporadic in the, some of the downturns that we all experience in this space. But VF has continued to innovate to make sure we remain viable in the marketplace to build our brand.
1: Well, and something I really appreciate, y'all have a, an entire woman section.
0: For women's garments, yeah. yeah. you know, So an interesting thing about us and about VF, some of the major strengths that we can take, when you think about the portfolio of brands that VF has, with North Face, Timberland, Vans, Wrangler, You have all that retail business, that consumer insight into product development. And then when you come into the workwear space, it's very scientific and regulation driven. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of innovation coupled with what you see on the retail side to build market right products that people want to wear, that are designed for the PPE market and the FR marketplace to suffice safety managers and keep people safe. And when we do that and we look at the insights around the world from all of our brands as well as the workwear brands that we have, we have seen a trend in the industry where it's becoming more and more female-focused. Right. The percentage of women in the workforce continues to increase every year. We just did an install at a local refinery in Houston where 40% of the employees were female. And one of the main reasons they chose us was because of what you mentioned, Paige, was the vast array of of women's products that we have. So when you look across the landscape of of FR Clothing, Bulwark has the largest women's offering in the marketplace. Yeah, by far. Women don't like to wear men's clothes.
1: It doesn't fit right. Why would you want to wear something you're not comfortable in at work?
0: That's right. We all started there with a unisex garment where we put everyone in a man's garment and through time, you know, women's bodies are different than men's and you have to build product to fit them. Right. You'll hear me talk a lot about want to wear and how do you get people to want to wear your product. No one likes to be told what to wear, but in the protective market, in the FR market, you need to wear FR clothing to work or you can't go to work. So that's a requirement before you walk on the job site. Care and maintenance and proper wear of your garments is very important and if you don't have garments that fit you properly you're not very happy Well, right you don't like to go to work you're not comfortable you can't move right and therefore your job performance is diminished because of that and so we continue to build innovation around our patterns and our designs of our products so that we can make clothes that people want to wear that's comfortable that fits them that works well does not constrict their motion so they can do their job better all while being protective Uh, from a Bulwark standpoint in the FR marketplace. And that goes for men and women both, which is why we have made an investment in developing our female products and our female styles, along with all of the innovations that I've talked about earlier, to make sure that we address the women population out there as well.
1: Very good, very good. So what are some challenges that Bulwark's had to face?
0: I think in any industry, especially in in the apparel space, there's a variety of challenges out there. You always have supply chain challenges I mean, we all source fabric from around the world in the commodity space when you're buying cotton and polyester and various things of that nature to bring into the space. So we always keep an eye on the supply of fabrics and materials for us to deliver our promise to the marketplace to make sure we are the relentless protectors of those that power the world. In order to do that, you have to have the right products in the right place at the right time. So the supply chain is very important to us and how we service that. And always keeping an eye out on what's happening globally to ensure that we keep good supply. Years ago, there was a shortage of cotton. and
1: I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It, was,
0: it was tough for everybody. The benefit of VF at that point is, is we are, we're big. And so while there was a shortage and that price of cotton increased, we didn't have a problem getting cotton. We had to pay the price for it, but we didn't have a problem in getting the cotton so that we can continue to deliver on our promise, which is to have product on the shelf. So that was one from a supply chain standpoint. Secondly, I would say regulations. We have to stay right on top of the regulations in the oil and gas and the utility marketplace. So ensuring that we are on the boards, learning what's coming in the future from a regulatory standpoint yeah. to make sure that that comes back into our development and our product development so that we can ensure that we're developing the right products with the right fabrics and the right features and benefits to serve the ever-changing regulatory community.
1: Who Who is that regulated by? OSHA. OSHA, okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah. If you had one piece of advice to give our audience, what would it be?
0: To listen. From a management standpoint, to listen to the employees and listen to what they want, to listen to what their problems are so that we can all learn because we want to listen to you. We want to listen to the companies who can share with us what the employees have to say so that we make sure we build the right product. From a frontline employee, to listen to what management has brought in. There's good reason why the products that were chosen, as long as we listen properly to you, listen to what the feedback that is brought back when you put your FR program together. There's a reason for the fabric that's chosen, there's a reason for the product that's chosen, and there's a reason for why we train everybody on care and maintenance and proper use of your FR. FR is part of the PPE program. You have to wear your product properly or it's not going to protect you and save your life. Well, right. I think listening and communication goes both ways. Um, We all have to communicate. That's how we get through life. We all have to listen. The better listener we are, the better we can all do to bring value to the marketplace and and keep people safe.
1: And be more productive in that process.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So something else I wanted to talk about is when you say taking care of your flame resistant apparel you have bulwark university right uh
0: we we do we've been doing that for i don't remember how many years but a number of years we have multiple classes uh here in nashville where people fly in
1: okay so it's in person it's
0: Well, there's a variety of facets of Bulwark University. So there's a class that happens here in Nashville Mm -hmm. uh, where people fly in from around the country and spend a day and a half going through, we call it Bulwark 101, which is really FR101, which is teaching a lot of the fundamentals of uh, the regulations that are out there, uh, the fabrics and the products that you need to stay safe. We've always done that in Nashville. A few years ago, we, we decided to take that on the road. And we have a group of folks who spend time in market, whether it's in a, in a community where we have a variety of different companies present versus having a specific educational training on site at a specific location if the audience is large enough. Our goal, we believe that the educated consumer is a better consumer, and if the consumer is not educated on FR, on the regulations, on the products, and how to wear them, then they're going to make mistakes. And we talk about listening Uh, We listen, and hopefully we can teach and other people can listen to to stay safe and go home at night. Oh, yeah. Just like safety managers in the marketplace and any employer in the world, you want your people uh, to go home in the same condition they came to work. And when you're in these um, hazardous environments, ensuring that you're wearing the proper um, PPEs and having a a safe culture and a safe environment are important to us.
1: Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. So which book has influenced you the most?
0: You know, I've read a variety of books, and many of them are, are good. I've actually brought one of the latest books that I've read. Very good. It's one that you have to read and really start to digest a little bit. And what it's called is, It's Not What You Sell, It's What You Stand For, written by Roy Spence. And what that says is, is we all go to work to make money. We all go to work to make a living to support our families. But to be passionate about what we do and want to get up in the morning and go to work, we have to realize our purpose. and why do we do things Mm -hmm. and it's not just to make more money it's not just to go develop a new product there has to be an underlying cause as to why we do what we do yeah and and here from my perspective we are the innovators we help save lives we are the relentless protectors of those the power of the world and how do we support that and I think you'll hear that and feel that a lot within the bulwark culture that that's our underlying purpose and you will find as, as as you learn more about bulwark and meet the people and immerse yourselves in the culture, everything is about is about that. so what is our purpose and it's not to make another coverall or make a new gene. it is to protect the people through all of the all of the vehicles and all of the things that VF offers and that we can bring. Our talent pool is so great, you know the best um, you know companies are run by people and having the right people who share the same passion. Uh, And the reason for being is what makes companies great.
1: And and, and I got to see that earlier this afternoon when we sat down and were talking. And and it's not something you see very often is how passionate you guys are about what you do. You have to be, especially in this space, because it serves a purpose to keep people alive.
0: Absolutely. We have a great team. We continue to, to add to our, our team. Mm-hmm. Uh, our team is the key, right? As I said, in any organization, uh, the people make it make it work. We interview people all the time. People call up and want to interview and come talk to us and talk to Bulwark and talk to VF. And we have some very tenured people here. Mm-hmm. I was at a, a luncheon the other day and, and we have service awards and this gal had a service award for 45 years. Wow. It is not uncommon to walk around the halls here and see people 20, 25, and 30 years. And I'm the young guy, right? I've been here 12 years, and I'm still the new guy. <laughs> and while that, that's good and bad, right, there's such a knowledge base right. to, to, to glean information from and for insight, yet there's a, there, we do bring in new talent, new innovation to, to continue to challenge the status quo so that we can be relevant in the marketplace. The world's changing, the age, the population, the demographics, all of that. But the biggest thing about VF and Bulwark is our culture. People stay because the culture is so good. People stay because of the passion for what our brands stand for. And when we talk specifically around Bulwark, which is what you experienced earlier today, was a great culture within a culture. You've got a passion for a brand, a passion for safety, a passion for protecting people and saving lives. Within the greater culture of VF, which is a phenomenal recipe uh, to, to continue to build innovative products and be valuable in the marketplace for years to come.
1: Great. What would you say your is your most used business tool? My ears. That, I like that. <laughs> I like that.
0: You can use that. I would say, um, as most people today, it's, it's your phone we all live in our phones today it is such an extension of our lives but i go back to and then you can say your eyes and your ears because that's where you learn so much we're all running 100 miles an hour it's great to take time to sit down and meet someone face to face and get to know them you know we all live in this fragmented world where we're using social media and we're using texting and emails and voicemails and everything else all conduit on your phone i'm sure when you ask that question most people say it's their phone is what they yeah. use was what they use most often and all that is is a communication tool. So the most used tool, again, I go back to me, is, is, is to listen. Uh, to listen to the marketplace, to listen to our customers, to listen to our employees, um, to make sure that we are providing the right products and solutions and platforms for them.
1: Excellent. Who might you say is your most respected competitor?
0: We're in a very competitive marketplace. There's lots of competition out there. People make great products, people have great brands. Obviously, we're biased towards Bulwark. We think Bulwark's a great brand. Our biggest competitors: people not wearing their product properly.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. And
0: our biggest job is to make sure people wear their products so they can go home safe.
1: That's a good one.
0: So we have to deal with choice right? Yeah. People choosing to untuck their shirt, people choosing to unbutton their shirts it's hot down in Houston, people choosing to roll up their sleeves when they go into a hazardous place. If we can get everyone to just wear their product properly.
1: And and don't use bug spray because Deed is extremely flammable. And don't
0: use bug spray and care, care for your products properly. We have a great seminar. You asked earlier about getting Bulwark University on site and I also said we take it to the marketplace. We also have videos on our website there's care and maintenance videos on our website.
1: Yeah, and they're, ver- they're very easy to understand. and
0: They're short, simple. Yeah. You know, as simple as it was, one of the gals here said, we need a magnet to put on the washing machine that says how to care for your FRs.
1: Oh, that's such a great idea. Don't
0: use certain types of things when you do your wash. Most people are going to separate their FRs from their personal clothing mm-hmm. and their family's clothing and their children's clothing, and you have to wash it differently. But how do you remember always have a reminder there. So we have magnets that we give people, put them in boxes all the time when we ship product. You know, you hear about the unfortunate incidents around the world when FR saved someone's life But you'll also see some of the burn ratios because they had their shirt sleeve rolled up or they had their shirt unbuttoned a little bit. And they had uh, more damage because they weren't wearing it properly. So that's the key for us is to make sure that people are wearing FR and wearing it properly.
1: Yeah, that's the whole reason they bought it to begin with.
0: That's right. The whole reason they bought it was to stay protected and we have to make sure they know what hazards they're in front of to make sure they have the right product for the hazard they're in.
1: Correct, yeah. What would you say is your most important lesson learned?
0: Learning how not to make the same mistake twice. We all make mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. Make sure we learn from those mistakes so we don't make them again.
1: That's a good one. Repeating the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Isn't that the definition, definition of, of insanity? insanity right? Yeah. So
0: you, you think back to, as I mentioned earlier, the, the tenure of people that we have here. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first started at VF, I would listen to to, these, to my, my seniors talk about business and what they've done. You know, so many times business is cyclical and you do things for a while and you go back to doing other things, and sometimes it's a circle, right, and you go back to doing what you did before. But learn why people made those decisions and not making the same mistake twice. Landscapes change, markets change. Learn from the past so that we can make a better future. When you have a company like Bulwark with the amount of years experience that are here, there's a lot, right? We all talk about knowledge transfer and the changing of demographics, uh, making sure we learn from them and capture that market intelligence Mm -hmm. and business intelligence so that we don't step on the same landmines that other people have in the past.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it's funny you, you say that it's because my son, I picked him up from football practice and he was talking about history and all of this stuff. And I said, you know why you have history class, not just to learn about history, so you don't repeat it. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> You're supposed to learn these lessons about why these things happen. So you don't do that, too. <laughs> so <laughs> So
0: I would say pay attention in history class. Right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? Yeah. What's your favorite podcast?
0: Yours. Bulwark's oil and gas industry leaders.
1: Boom. Bam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I feel it's only appropriate that we announce this week's winner of the $200 steak dinner from the Capital Grill. Congratulations to Marlene E. So if you want to win a $200 steak dinner from the Capital Grill, and who wouldn't, visit www.bulwark.com forward slash podcast Every, every week. You've got to sign up every week, guys. Enter your information and listen to next week's show to see if your name's chosen. As always, a link will be provided in the show notes to make it easier to enter. And if you're not familiar with Bulwark, they're the leader, not to mention the largest manufacturer of flame-resistant clothing in the entire world. So after you've signed up for that steak dinner, be sure to check out the rest of Bulwark's website to learn more. And since Oil & Gas Global Network's calendar is filled with events, I also need to thank our on-the-road travel sponsors. So Lee Hex Harrison is the world's leading talent development and transition company that helps businesses simplify the transformation of their talent and workforces to accelerate results and reduce risk. They also help individuals build their careers within their companies or transition into new opportunities. So visit www. LHH.com for more information about that. And then we have Total Land Technologies, and they have the world's most advanced field land management system, which is the Landman Virtual Office. So visit www.totalland.com for more information about them. So thank you so much for having uh, me here. Because I, I, normally I say for coming on the show, but it's kind of your show, y'all's show, so... <laughs>
0: Well, we we, we certainly uh, appreciate you guys and appreciate you guys making the time to come up to Nashville um, and immerse yourself in VF and the Bulwark world to, to gain a better understanding of who we are and what we do uh, so you can see and feel the passion that we have for this industry and this market.
1: It's, it's been a great visit.
0: We certainly thank you guys for coming.
1: Thank you. So if people want to reach out to you and, and or get to know more about Bulwark, where should they go?
0: Well, the easiest place is to go to bulwark.com.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, that concludes this episode. So just remember, it's up to you to open the next door. Tune in next week for another intriguing episode of Bulwark's Oil & Gas Industry Leaders podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at oilandgasindustryleaders.com.